You ever find yourself feeling guilty when you've done nothing wrong? This is Wednesday, August 2nd, and guilt can be a strange thing, popping up when we don't expect it. Not long ago, I read about a business that was robbed, and as part of the investigation afterward, the company hired a polygraph specialist to interview all of the employees of the business. Everyone was given a polygraph, a lie detector test, because often these sorts of robberies are inside jobs. All of the employees passed the test, that is, all but one. This man was particularly nervous through the entire test, registering guilt nearly the entire time. But the thing was that the professional polygraph examiner knew that this man had nothing to do with the crime. How did he know that? Well, that's where we need to think a little about how guilt works. Here's our scripture text for today. John chapter 15, verse 22 to 24. If I had not come and spoken to them, Jesus said, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. Now, we need to remember that Jesus spoke these words in what is called his upper room discourse. Yes, the place where the disciples met with Jesus for the Passover celebration dinner was a rented room upstairs at a building in Jerusalem. Now, notice from our text that Jesus says that because he has come and presented himself to the world, the world stands guilty. He knows he will soon be going to the cross, though innocent he will be condemned to death. Because they have heard him teach and seen his miracles, they stand guilty. Yes, Jesus' coming has created guilt in those that have seen and known him and yet rejected him. This guilt cultivates the garden where hatred can grow and often does grow. Now here's where we need to get to the bottom of guilt. We often associate guilt with feelings, But we may feel guilty, as the man who did who failed the polygraph test. The polygraph examiner asked this man a few questions and realized that this man often feels guilt when he's not actually guilty of anything at all. And that was the case in the robbery. Feelings of guilt may arise with true guilt, but often they do not. You see, what Jesus is talking about is not feelings of guilt but a condition of responsibility. Not all guilt is felt. He explains to his disciples that his coming and presenting himself to humanity has left humanity responsible. Now they've heard the truth. They know. They've heard it from the Messiah, but have not kept his word. They've not followed him. Instead, they hated him, rejected him, and they will mistreat and kill him. You see, greater knowledge creates greater responsibility. They are responsible before God for having heard and seen Jesus and yet not responding to him, indeed rejecting him. Now, if Jesus had not come into the world, they would not be guilty of the sin of rejecting him in this way. So why is Jesus telling his disciples this? Well, often guilt creates hatred. 
Often showing people their condition, having their condition brought into the light, creates anger and, and hatred. How can we not see this when thinking about the cross? Does it make sense that the Jewish leaders would seek to have Jesus killed when he's done nothing to deserve it? Maybe they would send him from their community or strictly warn him to, to stop from teaching. But it only makes sense if we see the hatred flowing from their guilt and the guilt from their rejection of Jesus. Here's an explanation from earlier in the Gospel of John. This is John chapter 3, verse 19 to 21. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. You see, when we are wrong, we hate the person in the right. When we are in darkness, we hate the light because of guilt. Now, we might wonder why Jesus is teaching his disciples about guilt. I believe it's because of what they will see when he goes to the cross. It won't make sense to them apart from this guilt. And second, they're going to experience this hatred too, precisely because they share the truth with people. It's a warning for the disciples. They're going to hate you as well. Greater knowledge on their part will create greater guilt for those unwilling to respond to Jesus. Now, as we share the gospel with others, there will be those that hate the messenger because of where they are in their lives, where they stand with God. Because they know the guilt of their condition, they will not want to admit it. But with the gospel, we can love them anyway, because we know our own need of grace. We know our own struggles in believing the message and coming into the light. I think Jesus is trying to prepare the disciples for what is coming and to cultivate a compassion even for those who reject him. Let's pray. Father God, we know the power of guilt in our lives. It has the power to provoke in us a hatred for the truth. Teach us your ways so that we might come into the light. We might live in the light. For we pray in your name. Amen. <music>